They did it. They finally did it. It's over. The Sharks finally get their first win of the season on the, after their 12th try, beating the Flyers 2-1. to one. So we're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, the best thing, and the worst thing I saw tonight, and why Eklund is going to be a star. So all that and more on today's episode. You're Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team that is no longer winless in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen, probably a part of the Locked on Network. We cover your team every day, and if you want to be an everyday, all you got to do is just follow along wherever you get podcasts, or you can subscribe on YouTube as well, or do both. Both is great. And the Sharks, guys, they did it. They finally Finally, finally get their first win of the season. Um, it was not pretty. It was downright ugly. But William Eklund, game-winning goal. Anthony Duclair, goal and assist. Mackenzie Blackwood, 38 of 39 uh, saves tonight. And this team, they they gutted through it, especially after the embarrassing show that we've seen the past couple of games. Um, and they finally get the first win of the season. So we're going to dig into the win. Why it's good to feel good about just, again, enjoy a win because it's there's not going to be a lot of them this season. So we're going to enjoy this win. Uh, we're going to look at the stats said about this game and debut a new segment of, where I look at the best and the worst thing I saw on the ice tonight. So before we get into all that, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you guys by Sleeper. Uh, download the Sleeper app. Use promo code Locked on NHL to get up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. And they did it. I I am so happy again. Perfectly clear. I am 1000% team tank. You guys, if you've listened to Lockdown Sharks for any point of time, you know I am 1000% team tank. But just discussing a win for the first time, um, their first win since April 1st last year, their first win on on home ice since March last, like last season, March 2023. I, I it's it's just really you're no longer like the joke of the league right now. And yes, this team is still going to be very bad, and I still expect them to be the worst team in the NHL. But you're no longer like that guy, right? You don't want to be the smelly kid in class. Uh, you don't want to be that guy who's like just everyone points to. At least you have a win, right? And the Sharks can now like go on with their season and continue to lose a bunch of games. You know, um, I don't expect this to be the start of like some massive winning streak where they you know rally around and, and enter the playoffs. But still, um, you got to feel for those guys. You knew the weight of not getting that first one was was weighing on those guys. And excuse me, it was much needed it's therapeutic just to get that first win so um let's start with duclair 
who is the literally one of the coolest dudes around. Um, goal and assist tonight. Almost had another goal and a great breakaway. Um, was one of the catalysts for the Sharks tonight. And you got to see, like, this is what you're hoping to get from Duclair when you traded for him this offseason. And you've seen flashes with it. But tonight, it, it was like, it kind of felt like, okay, maybe this is the, the start of the Duclair that we wanted to see. Who could be a potential long-term piece for the Sharks. Or could be um, a, a very tasty trade asset at the Duclair tonight was was awesome, right? Um, setting up the Equin goal um, all over the ice tonight, getting mixing up, getting in the ten minutes ten minute misconduct with two seconds left in the game. Um, love Duclair's game tonight, and that we need to see more out of out of that that type of performance. But uh, William Eklund tonight, I was so impressed with the way he just the tenacity. The fearlessness and um, yes, he he got he got the crap kicked out of him tonight, right? How many times he, like the board battles where he's he's fighting and he's fighting for pucks and just bigger dudes kind of just you know kicking the crap out of him, but he kept fighting tonight, right? Um, was you know all over on the forecheck like we've seen Eklund do um, that goal, beautiful, beautiful shot. And we'll get to the stats here in a minute with, with Eklund and Hurdle, but uh, spoiler, they are very, very, very good. Um, like, why haven't we seen this in a while? Good. Um, but you have to be impressed with him, right? And that is part of that learning game that that he kind of dealt with last year in the AHL, right? The AHL is a very physical league. And, you know, some would argue maybe a little bit more physical than the NHL. Uh, definitely more fighting. I think definitely, you know, um, but just kept coming back, right? Kept coming back, showed no fear. Uh, you know, Konecki kept trying to get under his skin. It's like that third period at the faceoff, right? And Eklund just showed no fear um, the entire night. And that's what you want to see. That's, that is what Mike Greer is looking for, that in-your-face style of play. And no, you don't want Eklund out there fighting dudes or anything like that, but sticking up for yourself and showing that you can be a guy that you can count on um, going forward. And that's tonight showed a lot of that maturity and growth from Eklund. Um, getting the goal was nice, very hard earned goal. Um, he had a couple other great, great plays where he set up hurdle and hurdle, you know, cuts through two guys and just gets a stick lifted at the last second before. So he's not able to kind of put everything on a, 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 a finishing shot there um but uh, it just feels great to get a win and just i don't know what to do with my hands here it is it's it's so good just feels good to get a win especially uh what's going to be a very long season for the sharks right you and i everybody knows it's gonna be a long season but um and then mackenzie blackwood uh just absolutely stellar again tonight um the goal I don't know. I didn't think it was a goal. Um, the, apparently, there's a photo of a, the puck crossing the line. I haven't seen it. I thought it was an absolute insane save. Um, apparently, they called it a goal on the ice. I didn't see it. I don't know. Um, 
it when that happened it felt very much like oh no here we go again like i almost expected the flyers to come out and score right away in the second period um or in the third period excuse me and kind of to tie it up um but credit to Mackenzie Blackwood, he just absolutely he stood tall against tonight, especially after what we've seen the past couple of games where Sharks goalies have been shellacked. Um, and again, enjoy enjoy this win because it might be a while. I know Thursday the Oilers are playing terrible, um, but it might be a while before we enjoy another win. So enjoy this win right now. Um, We'll get into the stats here in a second, and then uh, a new segment where I'm going to talk about the best thing I saw on the ice tonight, and then the absolute worst thing I saw on the ice tonight. So uh, let's get into it here in just a second. First, I want to talk to you guys about our friends over at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts to choose from for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning cash. Uh, you're burning rubber, not cash. Excuse me. Rubber, not cash. Uh, with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP. Bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, eBay guarantee fit only available to U.S. customers. And um, if you want to enjoy daily fancy hockey, uh, sleeper is the way to go. With a new NHL season, all sorts of possibilities. Uh, Tomas Hurdle could score 50 goals. Maybe not. Um, the Sharks could definitely win the draft lottery, and you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our choice for number one is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, and especially daily fantasy hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win a hundred times your cash in daily fantasy contests. All you gotta do is just pick some studs, maybe some of your favorite players. And pick if they're going to either have more or less in sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. Again, keep hammering the Sharks uh, goalie over saves. So to win a 100 times bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Sharks fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fancy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code locked on NHL. You'll get over a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. All right. Um, let's dig into the numbers for this game. And um it was an ugly affair with a very choppy game with a lot of penalties. Uh, I think each team had 37 penalty minutes, uh, a lot of like four on three power plays, a lot of four on four power like uh, time. And um, the Sharks 
you know, they they hung in there a little bit with, with the Flyers and the power. The special teams is is what saved the day for the Sharks, right? Um, the Sharks go one for five on the power play, and the Flyers go oh uh, oh for four on the power play, and that's the difference, right? In a two to one game, that William Eklund goal. Um, but at five on five, the shot attempts were forty four to forty uh, in favor of the Flyers. Actual shots was twenty nine to fifteen. So um, the Flyers did a good job of kind of blocking shots and keeping shots from getting to the net, uh, while the Sharks not as much success in that area. So um, Corsi was pretty similar. It was pretty close there, right? Um, high danger chances twenty two to twenty in uh, favor of the Flyers. So again, pretty close. Um, high for scoring chances, high danger chances with nine to seven in favor of the Flyers. So again, pretty tight game there. Um, expected goals for 2.38 to 1.35 in favor of the Flyers. Um, so kind of the, the big stats is Flyers did a better job of kind of, they got more quantity than quality, but I think the Sharks made up for it with the quality chances, right? If you look at the scoring chances and the high danger chances, they're pretty even despite the um, massive advantage at actual shots on goal in favor of the Flyers. So, um, and especially even in the third period when the Flyers were putting everything they they could to try to tie this game up, um, the Sharks hung in there and... You know, Mackenzie Blackwood did what Mackenzie Blackwood had to say do. Um, we had new forward lines tonight, which was uh, much needed, especially after losing by a bajillion goals last two games. Um, Eklund, Hurdle, Zettelin. We had Duclair, Granlin, LeBanc, Hoffman, Sturm, Zadina, and then Luke Cunning, Ryan Carpenter, and Giovanni Smith. So um, even strength, the Duclair, Granlin, LeBanc line played the most at 12-13, um, which is a little interesting, but I would assume you could also look at, well, Eklund and Hurdle play both power play and special or um, power play and penalty kill. Um, so maybe that's kind of messed with their, their numbers there a little bit, but um, so the declared Granlin LeBanc line played 12, 13, they had 10 shot attempts, gave up 11 um, actual shots for was three to nine. So that's kind of that, that where they got shot attempts. So they just weren't getting them on goal. Um, they had a goal, gave up a goal. Uh, expected goals for was 0.35. Expected goals against was 0.72. Six to seven scoring chances, two to three high danger chances. Um, and they kind of a smattering four, three, and five for the zone starts. Um, Eklund Hurdle Zetterlin played 940. Um, 13 shot attempts, gave up eight. Uh, at one point, it was 11 to one. But then when the Flyers really were pushing to get back, that's when it kind of caught up a little bit. Uh, six to two for shot attempts. Um, 0.42 to 0.32 for expected goals, uh, five to four scoring chances, two to two high danger chances, um, and then six, four, and three for the zone start. So they got more offensive zone starts, which makes sense, right? You're those are your best players, you're trying to uh put them in a position to succeed. Hoffman Sturm Zadina played 618. Four shot attempts, gave up 11. Actual shots was two to eight. Um, expected goals is 0.08 to 0.25, uh, three to five scoring chances, one to two high danger chances. Um, and then they had mostly on the rush start or on the fly starts with one offensive zone and two defensive zones. So, um, yeah, 
Cunning Carpenter, Giovanni Smith, 428, five to seven shot attempts. Actual shots was one to four. Spectacles was 0.01 to 0.5. One to five scoring chances, zero to two high danger chances in favor of the Flyers, and one, one, one for the zone starts. Um, So who would have thought Eklund Hurdle playing together works out really well? Um, it'll be interesting to see if we keep Zetterlin on the same line there. I thought Zetterlin looked good. He also does offer a, a bit more physicality uh, than Hurdle. I mean, Hurdle's a physical player, but Zetterlin just kind of on another level. Or if maybe we see Duclair back up, up on that line to kind of maybe really load up on that line. Um, but I thought Duclair and LeBanc had some great chemistry, especially on that uh, two-on-one that they scored on. And then Duclair almost returned the favorite to LeBanc late in the game where they would have made it three to one. So um, maybe those wingers are, are looking pretty good. Uh, we'll talk about Granlin here in a little bit, uh, but I mean, we've been waiting to see the hurdle Eklund line. And I think the hurdle Eklund line delivered tonight. You saw some good opportunities from them. Uh, again, I think hurdle almost scored at, at one point, but they sustained zone offense, uh, offensive zone time, which is something that sharks have struggled to. And again, they, they, I thought they did a good job of, of kind of setting the tone offensively, right? How many times did they set it? And then the declare line comes out and they're able to kind of maintain that offensive zone. That's something the Sharks have really struggled with this year is just kind of maybe they get one good shift, but they can't string together multiple good shifts. And I know they definitely turtled in the third period um, as the Flyers really, really put their pressure on. And again, the Sharks need to get more shots on goal. This is not a winning uh, formula, but we'll take it tonight. Uh, Enjoy this one and see how you can continue to tweak the lines uh, going forward. So um, let's we'll talk about kind of dig into more of um, of McKenzie Blackwood's night, because, again, he was he he saved the, the day again tonight. Um, as he has been doing for a good chunk of the this season uh, for the Sharks. So um, his night in all situations, um, 39 of 38 saves, uh, 319 expected goals against, and he gave up one goal, 974 save percentage, eight high danger uh, shots, eight high danger saves, uh, 13 mid danger shots, 12 mid danger saves, and then 16 to 16 for the low danger, um, shots. So, um, yeah, I mean, in all situations, the Flyers should have had three goals, but Mackenzie Blackwood uh, continues to do great things. And you wonder if a team comp like maybe the Oilers really comes calling and says we're desperate we'll give you like anything for a guy like Mackenzie Blackwood who has played way above than anybody's expectations um this season just might be something to think about but uh that's for another day we're going to enjoy the win because again um there may not be a lot of these this year so um those guys battled um it was great to see it again I'm just I'm so happy right now. I don't have to talk about another loss. So um we're going to get into a new segment, the best and worst thing I saw tonight on the ice here in just one second. If you want to uh snap into the NFL action. 
Uh, FanDuel is America's number one sports book because right now new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Um, guys, Christian McCaffrey, like anytime touchdown um it's it's basically just money in the bank for you right now so um i really like that it's against the jaguars this weekend um i know we're a couple days out from there but chris mccaffrey anytime touchdown feels really great to me and uh for some reason i really like the vikings money lines or um if you think just the Vikings have this weird team of destiny. So those are my two. Uh, so visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, so we are back uh, with the best and worst thing I saw on the ice tonight. Uh, we'll start with the worst. And Mikel Granlin had a, a miserable game tonight. Um Two bad penalties, uh, just looked out of sorts tonight. And he's looked okay for the season playing with Eklund. And you wonder if maybe it's because Eklund was kind of carrying the line a little bit. Um, again, one game, and especially you won. Uh, he did make some 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 plays at the end, especially when they're trying to hold that win. But um, Granlin is a little worrisome, especially with we don't know how long Logan Couture is going to be um, out this season. Again, we continue just to kind of wait and wait and wait for any news on Logan Couture. Um, but, you know, Granlin, like his course before tonight, uh, 46.34% uh, that he got outshot 19 to 22. And again, I know that the, the shooting numbers were tough tonight, especially for a lot of the, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of the time, especially in the third period. Right. Um, you know, but shot attempts or f- actual shots on goals, four to 15 uh, when he was on the ice. Um, uh, and it's just, it's a little worrisome. And I know there's other people that you could easily pick on, like Mike Hoffman, who's had an absolute horrible start to the season. But more, Mikel Granlin is definitely counted for to do much more, especially with, that, with Logan Gator, um continuing to be on the shelf. But um, you you kind of saw without Eklund, who does special things, right? And we've seen him make a lot of special plays that other guys just haven't been able to capitalize. Uh, but Granlin, right? And I'm, I'm thinking there's the two penalties, right? The holding penalty, which is just a dumb penalty to take, right? You you know that's a dumb penalty to take, especially uh, at the time he did there. Um, he gets a, a great opportunity with uh, a one-timer, and I think it might have been tipped, but like... you you gotta you gotta do something and tonight just felt like he wasn't doing enough and again the sharks won um that's the most important thing team effort etc etc he was out there you know had a had a couple opportunities to ice it at the end of the game um but also like not acing, right? Uh, especially at the end of the game, Vlasic's been out there for two minutes. Um, I think it was Ahojiak who's out there with him again for two minutes. 
and you ice the puck when your defensemen have been out there for long stretches of time um, and they need to get off the like that. That's we've seen how many times we've seen that where guys get stuck out there and that just you just get worn down. That leads to a goal. You got to make a better play there. You got to either skate it out, um, hold on to the puck and let some guys like try to like eat the puck for a little bit or do something. You can't just flip it down for an icing. Um, and especially again with your defensemen who've been out there for two minutes, um, just not a great play there from, from, from Grandland. And maybe we'll see better days, uh, especially when the Sharks start to get some pieces back and maybe Grandland can kind of slide into a, maybe a winger position or slide down to the third uh, line center plenty of time to talk about that so um so that was the worst thing i saw tonight was grandless play i was really kind of disappointed especially with how well i thought lebank and duclair played on his wings um i think grandless play was kind of the worst thing i saw tonight um the best thing i saw tonight um i know it's easy to pick way mecklen but 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 i'm gonna go ty emberson who's the young defenseman um, who's, you know, he's played what a handful of games. Um, I thought he made some, some big time plays, uh, especially in his own Zen, especially when the sharks were getting just absolutely hammered. Um, the stats for him are not going to be pretty tonight, especially again, um, with how lopsided it was, uh, especially at all, all situations. Um, they're not going to be pretty. And in fact, he is the third worst Corsi four percent tonight, but um, I really like his game. I think he's going to continue to grow um, and continue to impress and show what he can do. He just looks calm and smooth out there. Um, He's seems to always be in the right position. And I think this is just a bright future for him. I think this is going to be turn out to be a very, very savvy move by Mike Greer to claim him off of waivers from the New York Rangers. Um, again, if you dig into the, the analytics, the analytics are not pretty tonight. Um, and, you know, for most of the defensemen, they weren't super great tonight. Um, but I just, I got a feeling about Ty Emerson. And I think we, we've seen bits and flashes of it. Um, it's hard to really dig into how good or bad the defensemen have been because of just how bad the team has, you know, how good or bad individual defensemen have been, excuse me, um, especially with how bad the team has been playing. But um, yeah, I think Ty Emerson made some plays tonight and I feel really good about it, kind of where he is headed and I think how he could be a piece to the Sharks future. So um, that's going to be it for me. We'll be back tomorrow with something. Uh, my brain still can't comprehend the Sharks winning a game. Uh, so we'll we'll have something for you tomorrow, I promise. Uh, something good, right? Um, so make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, you can subscribe on YouTube as well. Um, you can also follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, uh, and Instagram at Locked on Sharks. You can follow me on Twitter at MyFryHole. Until tomorrow. Bye, friends.